All right, this is episode number two, and it is about heart rate recovery. We also call that HRR. This is about measuring how fast your heart rate goes down at the end of a workout where your heart rate ends over 100. We look at two things, how fast it goes down to 99 and how many beats your heart goes down in the first minute. In this videocast podcast episode, we will show you how to record your heart rate recovery, why we record it, how to interpret your heart rate recovery data, and a few screenshots from my app that reports your HRR results fully automated. In a nutshell, the more beats your heart rate goes down in the first minute and the faster it reaches 99, the better your fitness usually is. And we can use it as a health and wellness indicator as well as a training tool to improve overall health and fitness. I decided to put a podcast together about heart rate recovery as my first full podcast because of the significant difference tracking it after all my workouts has made in my life regarding my assessment of my own health, wellness, and fitness, and actions I need to take to improve my health when my heart rate recovery isn't where it needs to be. I've always exercised regularly and have been using a heart rate monitor for over 20 years. I've had some issues with my heart for years, most notably I get what are called PVCs or extra beats. It feels like your heart is actually skipping a beat and that your stomach actually kind of drops to the ground and you need to catch your breath, but it's actually adding them. And at certain points in my life, particularly when I was unhealthy, very stressed and not following my eight pillars consistently, I'd get them all the time. Sometimes as many as 500 beats an hour when asleep. Of course, I had it tested a bunch of times. The eight pillars are not in any order, as all of them are equally important, sleep, exercise, movement, which is different than exercise, nutrition, stress management, time management and planning, accountability, and positivity. So given my PVCs, when I got diagnosed with them, maybe it was 20 years ago, uh, obviously it freaked me out a little bit, and so I started doing a ton of research on the heart and the way the heart works and everything I could about the PVC so I could try and minimize or eliminate them. A little scary for me. Uh, and I've actually done it uh, by following the eight pillars and by doing HRR after each workout. So in my research, one thing that I came across consistently was how important heart rate recovery is in assessing heart health. So I started tracking it regularly after every workout. And over the last 20 years or so, it's become very obvious to me that the better shape I'm in and the healthier, cleaner I live, the better my heart rate recovery is. And of course, the opposite was also true. When I was sick, stressed, not sleeping enough, overweight, taking lots of medication for my health ailments, taking pain pills, taking sleep aids, and many other unhealthy things, my heart rate recovery was poor. So when I became a coach about 10 years ago, I started asking the people I coach to also record their heart rate recovery, and I learned the same thing from them that I went through. If they were healthier, their heart rate recovery was better, and if they were not healthy, or if they were um, living not clean, it clearly was much worse. One thing that's interesting about heart rate recovery is when my clients started doing it, you know, I would start to understand what their heart rate recovery was on average, each of us kind of have an average range and we try and improve it. And I would notice that sometimes when I would review a person's heart rate recovery, that it would be really bad. 
And so I would reach out to uh, the people I coach and many of you are listening to this and you know I've done this many times and say, hey, how's it going? Why do you think your heart rate recovery was so poor? And in my head, I already kind of know the answer and based on looking at their stats, maybe it was really bad sleep or maybe you know they have been doing the reporting on my app and uh, they're just are getting really bad grades or maybe they reported they had a bunch of drinks or took sleep aids and so, or, or stressed or being sick. And so almost, I'd say it's at least 95% of the time when I look at somebody's heart rate recovery and I, I can think in my head at this point, oh, that person must have had some drinks last night. So I'll say, hey, did you drink any alcohol last night? Oh yeah, I had six drinks or eight drinks. And so very much it plays in. And of course, this is not about being perfect. I like to say it's, about being directionally correct most of the time. So, you know, if people are eating healthy and clean 70 or 80% of the time, I think that's a, that's a good goal. But some people are eating healthy and clean 0% of the time, and I'll take it all day long from them go to 0 to 10%. Any improvement is great. So it is absolutely not about being perfect, but anytime that you can improve what you're doing and you can see heart rate recovery improvements, that's a good thing, and we should strive for that. I also use heart rate recovery when I am training myself for events like marathons or ultra marathons or Ironman races or when I'm coaching people doing those same events. And it is a great indicator of whether I'm training too hard or too easy. So I use it myself to kind of assess where I'm at and stay out of the middle. So I want people to be easy in their workouts, aerobic 80 or 90% of the time and really hard 10 or 20% of the time. And doing heart rate recovery can help us do that. So if I do what I think is an easy run or an easy bike or an easy workout, and it takes my heart rate two, three, four, five minutes to get down to 99, then I know that it is actually not as easy as I thought, and I slow down. And it can also work the other way, where maybe you think your workout was hard, but your heart rate recovery is just so fast that it, there's no way that was a hard workout, and it can help me recommend, look, you wanna be out of the middle, and you want to be much harder. So let's try a much harder workout, increase your effort level, and let's see if your heart rate recovery takes longer, which it should after harder efforts. So the bottom line is that for me, as well as the people I coach, when I'm living clean and healthy, getting good grades on the pillars on my app, my heart rate recovery is spectacular. I rarely get PVCs now. Over the last 10 years, there have probably been some years where I've had none. And if I get any, it's a few here or there which is obviously significantly better than 500 beats an hour that I used to get even when sleeping. Plus, I'm off all my medications, haven't been hospitalized in 10 years for any Crohn's or ulcerative colitis flare-ups or any other crazy stuff I used to get. My goal for you is for you to live healthy and clean and use heart rate recovery as a tool to assess your overall health. You can do that by using a wearable device. You can do that by wearing a Timex watch where you put your fingers on your neck and you take your pulse for a minute. And you can watch kind of when you start, how long it takes your heart rate to get to 99. So I hope you find some value in this podcast and it helps you be healthier. If you're watching the video portion, here you see me finishing a run, putting my water bottle down, and stopping my watch file as quickly as possible to start my heart rate recovery measurement. Here are the heart rate recovery instructions. First, stop and save your workout file as quickly as possible. Many people will stop their workout file right before stopping their workout so that their heart rate ends on the high end of the workout range. 
There's definitely game theory in when to stop the watch. Some people like to stop it with the heart rate a little higher at the end of the workout, and they get more beats of recovery in the first minute, but then it takes longer to get to 99. I encourage you to pick the way that works best for you to get the best results. Second, wait for your file to save and start a new file as quickly as possible. Third, bend over slightly, put your hands on your knees, and relax. Stay in this position for at least one minute. The goal is to have your heart rate go down as quickly as possible. So relax and breathe in and out of your nose to meditate. If your heart rate got to 99 or lower in the first minute, you can stop your heart rate recovery file at one minute. Don't stop it before the end of one minute so you get credit for the number of beats it went down in that first minute. If your heart rate did not reach 99 in the first minute, leave your watch running until it hits 99. At this point, you can walk around a little bit slowly and then when you look down at your watch later, if it's below 99, you can hit stop and then my app will automatically calculate the exact point it hit 99 and will report it to you. It takes people about a week to get used to measuring their heart rate recovery, so be patient. In order to ensure that you have apples to apples comparison for each of your heart rate recovery measurements, make sure to do the heart rate recovery the same way each time by bending over with your hands on your knees. Do not sit down or lay down during your heart rate recovery measurement. And one of the biggest things I see is that in the first week, people often obsess or get anxiety because they're staring at their heart rate, trying to get it to go down almost mentally. And let me tell you, if you do that, your heart rate recovery will not go down. This is technology. So sometimes it's frustrating, but the watch heart rate will not go down as fast as you want, okay? So sometimes what I do is if I know my heart rate's much lower than my watch is saying, then I'll just put my finger on my neck and I'll take my pulse for 10 seconds and multiply it times six. I like to say heart rate recovery recordings are garbage in, garbage out. If you are relaxed and trying for your heart rate recovery to go down, that should be the goal. You wanna have that go down as quickly as possible. But if you finish your workout and you're running around or you're stressed about the next thing you have to do or you're annoyed that you have to do heart rate recovery or you're stressed about how the heart rate is not going down quickly enough or you've had some bad results in the past and so you are stressed about having bad results again or you just aren't trying hard enough or you don't believe in it, you're not going to have great heart rate recovery stats. And it could very well be that you just aren't trying hard enough and it has nothing to do with your health or fitness. As a coach, I've learned that it really is one of the truest measures of a person's overall health, wellness, and fitness levels. It also tells me where somebody is at in their training and can be used as a tool to uh, in, you know, make some of the workouts easier, some of the workouts harder. A lot of people just do the same things over and over and over again. I call that living in the middle. And so differentiating between easy and hard workouts, which we'll talk about in some other podcasts, I find to be very important. And so uh, when I ask somebody to go out and do a run maybe and their heart rate recovery, recovery comes back and it just took them too long to get to 99 or they got very few beats in the first minute, that tells me a lot about where they're at and can help me make the, a recommendation for their next training level to help them get faster. But, you know, overall, like we can learn tons about people, what, you know, what their fitness level is, what the stress levels are, whether they're over or under training, whether they're training too hard, too easy, just right, the impact of weather, 
various factors like food and alcohol consumption, sleep and hydration levels, tons of things that we can learn about heart rate recovery. And frankly, I'm obviously a data junkie and I have tons of data on my app. If, there's, if, I, if I was told I only get one metric to measure somebody by their overall health and wellness, I would choose heart rate recovery every time. On the screen is a color key for the number of beats lowered in the first minute that I've created over many years, coaching hundreds of people and my own results. They go from great to needs significant improvement, with great being 30 or more beats or a dark green color, good being 20 to 29 beats, and that's a light green. Eh, 14 to 19, it's in the middle. It's not great, should be better. Then there's needs improvement, which is 12 to 13 beats, and that's an orange color. And then there is needs significant improvement, which is red. On the screen now is a grid of various colors of how long it takes your heart rate to get to 99 after you end your workout. So time to 99. I break it into three categories. After you finish an easiest workout, a medium-ish workout, and a hardish workout. I think the biggest takeaway from this, and you can go uh, to the app and take a look at this, or look at the video portion of this, and you can see these on the screen. But the biggest portion of this is I want you to be dark green most of the time or light green. Dark green, for an easy workout, your heart rate would get below 99 in two minutes or less. Medium-ish, it would get there in four minutes or less. And hardish, it would be six minutes or less. However, ideally, after an easy workout, I'd love to see your heart rate recovery time to 99 be less than a minute. And I think people that are the fittest often have their time to 99 be less than one minute. And if you don't want to go look at the screen or go look at the color coding on a key on the app, you can just go use the app to show you all of your heart recovery stats and you'll see the colors there. As promised at the beginning of this podcast, here are some shots of the HRR dashboard from my app, as well as I what I call the HRR summary details from the app. Both are automatically automated 90% of the time if the heart rate recovery file meets certain criteria. And if it doesn't, there's other ways for you to re-identify it as heart rate recovery. This was my heart rate recovery from October 9th, which is a great day. You know you are doing your heart rate recovery properly if somebody comes up to you while you're doing it and asks if you are okay. All right, that concludes our episode on heart rate recovery. I hope that you learned something and that you will focus on being healthier so that your heart rate recovery will go down quicker. If you have measurements and you want to use our app, check it out at JVB Health Wellness on the App Store or Google Play. Or you can email us at info at JVB Wellness if you want us to either help you out in assessing and analyzing your data or if you need a coach. All music is written, performed, and produced by John Balcom. Check him out at johnbalcom.com.